Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I was a bouncing in and laughing as we rolled down an old dirt road. Daddy looking in his rear view. All right, what's up, everybody? This is episode number 31 of the Always Race Day podcast presented by Carl Auto Group. I'm Connor Ferguson, joined by Damon Helgevald. Um, and we want to tell you to get down to the Carl Auto Group. If you're in need of a car, if you're in need of anything like that, used, new, whatever it may be, uh, get down to Carl Auto Group and they'll help you out, make it quick, easy, um, especially with that that kind of a purchase. So it's important to get with guys that know what they're doing and no one knows what they're doing better than the guys at Carl Auto Group. So get with them. We appreciate them uh, partnering with us uh, and supporting us uh, in the way that uh, they do. Um, can't wait to uh, see what the entire summer has in store for us because uh, we're going to ramp up with racing uh we're starting right now damon how's uh how's your week going uh it's going pretty good kind of laid back week kids aren't on campus so it's been kind of a pretty lazy week we this is our spring break so you're telling me i'm trying to get i'm trying to get back on top of my uh my tunnel <laughs> i don't know if that's a phrase or anything like that but yeah i been a tiring tiring uh last few weeks so get back and try to get, get reset before it ramps up again yeah it sounds sounds about right anyway sounds about right it's out playing hockey tonight so we are recording late uh yeah i'm tired i'm i'm like <laughs> physically tired i guess but you guys know i won't let uh won't let any vibes uh, go by us like that. So, uh, let's talk a little bit, Damon, about, um, the day that Keith Coons Motorsports and Buddy Kofoid had in the news, uh, probably lead off with that while it's still hot here. Uh, so buddy, the good, or do you want the bad? Yeah, well, we'll start with the good for now. Uh, buddy Kofoid's going to race the Kyle Busch Motorsports number 51 truck at Bristol dirt. I will be putting money on him to win the race. Uh, you can yell at me if you'd like to. But I'm excited for him. That, that announcement came this morning, um, and the the dirt guys weren't like it wasn't like the dirt guys were at Eldora when we saw Mike Marler getting P1s and Bobby Pierce going off and stuff like that. But uh, we'll see if maybe it's different this year. Well, I don't know. A little bit on the lower series will be interesting to see who fills in because like last year it was true x one last year X that, yeah. that went in in that truck last year to get you know laps on the track um i think at eldora you saw because it was a one-off deal you saw a lot more in the uh you know a lot more of the dirt guys there same thing in knoxville you saw a lot more of the dirt guys in the trucks because it was a one-off because of it being a cup race as well will be interesting to see if we see a few more cup regulars get into it like larson did last year and uh true x and chase briscoe and those kind of guys will be interesting to see but uh 
yeah, there's not been a lot of guys who've had a lot of success in the trucks. Well, we're, we're one year into Knoxville um, and this, this thing they're doing down there. And I don't know how long that deal goes. I just know it's confirmed that it goes through this year. Um, and we're one year into this Bristol dirt thing. Uh, for those asking why still, um, and I'm sorry, I have to reiterate this and stuff like that sometimes. And there's so much negativity on uh, social media, man, I started over that word. Sorry guys, but I'll, I'll go back over this, why they put dirt on Bristol, why they were even open to that idea, because all y'all know that Bristol puts on a good race on asphalt. Yep. So they, whenever they cracked that idea, they had it. The spring race never put out the attendance that they wanted it to and never put out the same attendance as the night race. Both races have been lacking here lately. So instead, Bristol took what would have been one weekend of NASCAR Cup Series revenue and turned it into NASCAR Cup Series Winter Classic style of race, style of event, World of Outlaws race, both World of Outlaws series, different weekends, two weekends of Bristol Dirt Nationals. I mean, they, they turned it into, Hey, we're going to come to the track a lot more in the spring. And I think that's commendable. I think you should appreciate them for trying. Uh, and if it doesn't get better this year, I'm still going to, I'd still like give them one more year, but I, I think it's going to get better. I would assume it gets better. I would assume NASCAR learns a little bit from their mistakes and you got to trust in Marcus Smith, who's been Damon rolls his eyes as he's big Eddie Gossage guy, Damon over here. Rolls his eyes at that one. Uh, Marcus Smith has had some good ideas, and Ben Kennedy has, dare I say, been lights out. Yeah. I don't know about lights out, but... Um, lights dimmed. Yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> Flickering. They're on. <laughs> They're at least on. Um, it's a lot better. Lights than- are on a rev limiter. They're, they're on. It's a lot better than when, when BF had it. So we'll go with that. But, um, I, I think the Bristol dirt thing, regardless whether the cup series goes back there or not on dirt will continue because of the outlaws taking advantage of it for two weeks. Plus we're in the midst of the dirt, nationals there right and i know i know the dirt the world of outlaws fans just love the bristol dirt race right so <laughs> you know dude the, and guys guys for for those who think put the world of outlaws at my local short track i'm i see what you mean put them there a different weekend this is a big event for the world of outlaws the dirt vision production stage. team what's that damon it's a national stage yes absolutely it is it's their winter style or winter classic style race it is just cool okay just sit back and, and watch it for three days and you got qualifying race race just sit back appreciate the uniqueness of it it is a big stadium race and it's yeah. It's unique. Just let it happen. Okay. I, I promise you that the world of allies racing two of their 90 races at Bristol is not going to be detrimental to teams in the long run. You can say they crash. You can say this. Okay. They crash it. They crash at different tracks. They have, they're running the same risk. So, uh, that, yeah, that's my thoughts on that, I guess. Yeah. No, I think, you know, back to the original point of, you know, the, dirt regulars and or dirt guys and some some cup regulars like i was saying i think with eldora being there was because it was a one-off deal i think you're going to see a little bit more of the cup guys in in the truck race in the xfinity race um because of there's no xfinity race at that's right you're right you're you're right you're right my bad um in the truck race which still i think the trucks on dirt are are badass regardless i i enjoy i enjoyed eldora it was probably one of the only races that i truly wanted to watch and this is the same way it's you know i truly want to watch the truck race because i think trucks on dirt are just cool all right well let's move on to uh bigger story of news today i guess um keith coons motorsports uh Keith 
tweets on Twitter. I'll, I'll start with USAC. So USAC uh, performed a tire test from the tires that they tested from Ocala on the first, the opening weekend for the non-wing sprint car series. Mm-hmm. And they determined that some tires, whatever tires they tested, which they, they didn't specify, right, Damon? They just said four teams is all it was. Yeah. So if you race in USAC, you know who it is. And hand up my bad did not uh i didn't know this was going on i just i never got word of this so they they kept it very quiet i think yeah so they went and tested them at a couple of different racetracks is that right i don't know if it was at I think they were testing labs. Like I think they were in labs the way the the press release said, like I was explaining to you earlier is if you read this press release, it feels like someone had to turn in an essay at school and reach a certain amount of words because they could have said what they said in a hell of a lot less words. Yeah. And that's kind of what press releases turn out to be sometimes. Um, yeah, but you still get your point across to 95% of the press releases. This doesn't get a point across really at all. Right. Um, basically I, one of the quotes from it says the analysis of the original results, not meeting the benchmark, uh, as well as having an atypical pattern of all samples failing to failing the benchmark in an identical manner. So basically basically these negative the negative uh or positive for you know illegal substance tires looked different than a normal one would so they went and tested them uh resulted in usac requesting extensive additional testing and analysis being completed to verify initial testing and results there's no and there just testing results uh, tire samples, which failed the original test along with the original benchmark samples, were sent to three prominent testing labs, including the original testing lab for further analysis. While the known failed sample again failed at the original testing lab, this, this same tire sample was tested during the same time window at two additional labs, and both labs deemed the samples as not altered from the factory specifications. So <laughs> that's just in the middle of the press release. There's a lot more. Um, I, I wouldn't say there's like more really specific information than that, but, um, yeah, they, they, I mean, there's, they, they list the fines, they list, uh, the res- all the results from yeah, previous races that, are upheld. Nothing's changing. Everybody involved was in good standing. And it says to assure full transparency of the process that USAC underwent to complete the entire analysis, a team owner meeting will be held on Monday, April 4th at three o'clock PM Eastern time at the USAC office in Speedway, Indiana, uh, licensed USAC national sprint car team owners are invited. Um, so in, in result of, of this, uh, Keith Coons, uh, just straight up, uh, quote tweeted their press release and said, after Keith waiting, Coons, by the way, not his race team's Twitter. Yes, yes. Personal account. So personally, he he says after waiting for a decision on this, we at Keith Coons Motorsports have decided that we will not compete in the USAC Nation non-wing sprint car series going forward. I threw a non-wing. He didn't say that. I just I, I don't know if people hate it when I do that. I do that for casual fans that are coming to our website right. uh, and reading things about it and would get might get confused so right if you ever wondered why i do that i want to take the no. time now yeah. he, he also said they will still race in the midget series buddy covoid their uh main driver trying to defend his championship obviously but that's big news there because buddy was going to race some non-wing sprint car this year yeah well and do you think that meeting changes anything i, I gotta think it might i don't think I, I don't know it might but i'm gonna say on the opposite side of it i think when someone that prominent comes out on your own personal Twitter account and says, Hey, we're done. My eyes, he's, he's made up his mind, hell or high water. And I'm, I'm not sure uh, what he was wanting from those results uh, to not just say they were done prior. Maybe he was just waiting for them to make them public. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to, I'm going to attempt to do some research uh, a little bit tonight. We're recording this Thursday. Um, and as well as Friday morning, I am playing uh semi-pro or professional, whatever you call it, roller hockey out in uh, Fort Wayne, Indiana this weekend. So, uh, yeah, I'm a tight turnaround. Um, right. going to be doing laundry and stuff, but I'll, I'll do my best. 
uh, to track that down for you guys. So if you have anyone that would like to talk to me, let me know. It's a long shot. Yeah, I'm, I'm just curious as to what, a, what was being tested and B the tires, what, Damon. I, I got that. <laughs> I'm just, I got that. <laughs> um, but what, you know, what was being tested and what did they expect from the test to make them say we're done? That's what I want to know. Yeah. In what's weird is the original lab failed it again. Twice. Yeah. It failed twice at the original. Or what lab. labs did you send it to that didn't fail? And why are you not sending it to them? Especially time? when they say it went to two prominent or three prominent labs. What is lab a doing that lab B and C? Well, you know, I'll put it into a perspective too, because a similar thing seems to be happening in the world of bowling right now. Um, one company has seven different bowling balls that were deemed illegal by one sanctioning body, but can still be used by other sanctioning bodies essentially. And so that's where that kind of that cross comparison seems like it, it's a, a mess on that front. So I can only imagine it's just frustrating because, you know, you get told one result from one lab and you're told another result from another lab, which one do you follow? And did you see uh, another thing in the extreme outlaw midget series for this weekend was going to adapt like a one tire rule. Um, and basically they were like, okay, if you, if you shred some tires, if you puncture a tire, I guess not shred, I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, if you you have a tire go on you, you have to replace it with a tire of the same wear of your other tires. Interesting. And then if you put a new one on, you have to go to the back of the field. So a lot of, a lot of dirt fans seem to take that. Well, they, they liked that rule. Um, I mean, isn't that what kind of happens anyway, though? Because like, if you go to the work area and change a tire, you yeah, but it's not, it's not like a work area tire change. It's like a, I think they're talking about like race to race. Okay. So you qualifying the heat race, stuff like right, that. The whole thing. Yeah. All, no matter what. Okay. But I will, I will say the extreme outlaw midget series debut, uh, as well as the world of outlaws lay model race has been canceled for the weekend, uh, due to the R word that is rain. There's no races going on. I, I usually have to, I have to grab myself on that make sure. <laughs> I know. Uh, the only other, only other news, um, canceled all the ones in farmer city this weekend. So yes, that's where they, uh, they were going to race. I, I was excited for that. Um, I like that event. I like the Illini 100 men. I know it's their first race and it's, it's tough for them sometimes to get the track, uh, going, but I appreciate them putting that on. I, it's on my bucket list. I want to get down there. It's a funny event from what I watched last year and the year before on, on dirt vision. It's a funny event. Absolutely. Um, the a couple other things from this week in news, uh, Bubba Wallace is, uh, his crew chief, as well as two of his crew members were suspended for four races for that wheel falling off. I think we covered that enough on the last episode. Um, if you haven't heard that, go back and listen to it. Damon. I mean, we, we, we knew he was, we knew they were going to suspend him, and yeah, it, it's unfortunate that because the threads don't always tighten the proper way, Seemingly, I'm, I'm, I am assuming here um, to an extent, mm -hmm. this is uh, to the best version of things I've read uh, and things I've researched, but that is, you know, it sucks that that's happening, that you're getting guys suspended left and right here. So of I've, since we recorded last on Sunday, I listened to the DBC podcast and, you know, that obviously they're insiders on the sport more than we are just because they're involved in it just by a bit on a day-to-day -day basis. <laughs> but yeah, just, just by a bit. But regardless, I think the main consensus is they need to change the rule of suspension because, you know, like we talked about, it's not like the crew chief can sit here and say, Hey, I want you only hitting, three or four of the lugs. Yeah. It was, it was a proper rule to, to put in when there was five lug nuts on the car. Right. You have to hit the lug. Otherwise you don't have a tire. So. And no one's, yeah, no one's going to like put it on loose. Right. 
So after I've seen it happen to a few guys, I'm kind of like, come on, man. Every race this year. Yeah. And I think I did say something about after the duels, I was like, man, I don't know. It's a small team. Maybe you made a mistake. And I apologize to those guys. Uh, I can't picture the team. The 27, maybe. Maybe it was Kaz Growl's car. Um, those are two different teams, by the way, for listening. Yeah, but I think it was. I think it was Kaz's. I do. I do apologize uh, to them if that if that got to them in any way, because I feel bad for assuming yeah. that that could be their fault. Because I, I, at this point, at this venture that we're at right now, at this stop, I don't, I don't blame the teams at all for what is going on with the tires. Yeah. Uh, the last the last bit of news from the week before we we'll get into a weekend preview here we'll do a lot of dirt I'm excited that's a big weekend uh, I say that every weekend I'm sorry I got to stop doing that I'll I'll try to differentiate maybe, adjective. Uh, maybe I'll put on a scale soon it was a but great it, it's a great weekend but then if you get to like a you get to a weekend that's like a five point six you're like God Connor's not even excited with what's going on it's an average weekend good weekend we'll have a good weekend we'll have something we'll have a day at least um formula one has announced that they will have a third race in the united states next season it will be either the season finale or second to last race of the year it'll be held in november in las vegas on the strip um damon what were your thoughts of this announcement my my concern is you might have a cold race i don't care um First of all, when we're going, right? I would love to go. I think we should just we'll, we'll drag Chris down there. I think we'll go as fans because I don't think I don't know if we should try to apply for press credentials. No, no. <laughs> no. I should just send in like, hey, we cover F one all the time. Connor writes unbiasedly all the time about F one, except just send don't listen your, to any podcast we do. Personal, send in a few of your opinion based. Uh, Maybe I'll just send it to the F one CEO and say, I got some ideas for you on how yeah. to improve your product. We don't, we don't go get credentials. We go do it as fans. I think that would be a blast. I think First we could, that would, that would be fun have, to do. You're going to have the, some of the NASCAR purists out there. I kind of just want to like order like a hotel room on like the top floor of one of the hotels on the strip. There you go. Go get a like, penthouse suite at the. Would bottom. that not? Would that not like suffice? And we could just have the race on TV and watch from a balcony. Like that would. That's like a dream to me. Yeah, but you. I want to do that in like my my main goal in life in fifteen years, aside from like marrying somebody that I love, is watching a Des Moines Grand Prix from the top of a hotel room that our sponsors help us with. Well, that's a little bit different. Oh, we'll, we'll organize. Jared Stansberry's in on it. He said, he said, he'll, he said, he's not going to pull any weight, but he's excited for us. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. No, I, I would love to go to Vegas for that. Um, Vegas is a cool city. It's Did you go for UNLV. What's that? Did you go for Iowa state UNLV? No, we, I actually was in a wedding that weekend. Gotcha. And so I was kind of upset about that, but I've been there for, you know, I'm actually going at the end of this upcoming month, the end of April, we go out there for, for bowling. Um, I mean, I've been out there so many times and it's just such a cool city. It's a city that loves everything and embraces everything um i mean they embrace the golden knights real fast they embrace the you know the aces they embrace the raiders everything on the sports side of things plus all the entertainment that goes on it's a uh it's a great city for it now your concern about being cold weather um did they come out and say what when it's going to be like what time it's gonna be in november i still think they'll be fine I, we go out in December and it's, it's either, you know, shorts weather or light jacket weather, basically. Gotcha. So I think November will be fine, especially when you're pushing, um, hundreds in October sometimes. Yeah. And I'm sure, I'm sure they'll have some luck to it too. And so they're, they're looking at a 22, 23 race schedule next year and three of the races, uh, that's circuit of the Americas, uh, the Miami street course next to, uh, hard, uh, Hard Rock. thank you hard rock stadium uh and then las vegas on the strip so what three races in the united states are really noticing that america's getting behind f1 i'm hoping this will alleviate their um 
pissing match against the United States of America, as weird as that is for any of you that know me personally to say, because they they go out of their way to make it a lot harder. Did you like if like if an indie car goes over if an indie car driver goes over to race F one, they got to do like extra licensing tests because they don't think indie cars are up to par. Yeah. And indie cars go faster than Formula One cars. One hundred percent. Go to Indianapolis. Go on the oval. Formula One cars cannot go that fast. They can't, they probably could, but they don't. I agree. They don't race them there. I agree. I just I don't know. It's so stuff a, like yeah. And it's a series, and I'll be honest with you, it's a series I've never really gotten into or behind. Um, I've I guess I've I've gotten into it like as when I first started getting into it as a kid, I was I was really amped. Because I was like, there's a focus on manufacturers. Every driver hates each other. And I mean, there's a lot of like differences in it to like normal racing. And you guys have heard this from me. But like, that's that's where my gripes came with Formula One was all this stuff that's like now slowly kind of changing a little bit, which I, I like. I want it to change. I want it to change to a more normal thing. I thought how they officiated the last race of the year last year was fine. Having a team principal uh, in promoting all his quotes of just bitching about it for two months. That's kind of stupid. That's see, I get what you're doing, but come I grew, on. Uh, when I when I was growing up with it, it was. Michael Schumacher winning every single race. So and yeah, and when I was growing up, it was Vettel winning every race, and right. I was a Red Bull fan, and I even found that annoying. I was like, oh, I missed the F one race again today. Vettel won again. Wow. Yeah. And then it was it changed to Mercedes winning every race, and then Rosberg was winning, and then Rosberg's bitching about Hamilton, and then Hamilton's winning, and then Rosberg's all of a sudden just gone, and Hamilton keeps winning, and now Hamilton doesn't have the fastest car, and it's like, oh. That's crazy. He got 10th. I can't believe that. I think things are now more interesting than what. Yeah. That's putting spending limits on it. Thank you. Fantastic. Yeah. Now Ferrari and Red Bull are still up there. They've, they've kind of figured a way through it a little bit. Haas is more competitive. Different teams are better. Like it's what they're doing right now is working for the most part. Mm -hmm. There's obviously still a lot of ground to make up, um, but they're winning over a lot of new fans and that's pretty damn cool to see. Well, the Netflix show helped a lot too. Yes, yes, absolutely. That uh, that season four of it got like a seventeen on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, Did you see that tweet? A, they also don't have a lot of of reviews in on that yet. So they showed there was like four pictures or something like that, and they don't have a lot of reviews in on it yet. So uh, it, it said something along the lines of not enough reviews to to get a true read or something something like that along those lines so um yeah i mean it's i i don't take too much stock into the 17 percent yet that's fair you're but you're uh you're I good think, there i haven't watched it yet so i think the, the thing about it so i haven't watched all of them i think the thing about it is though if if nascar wants to start reaching out to the younger younger ver younger kids like they did in the younger age group that they did at the Coliseum, they might have to do something similar to it. Um, but I, I just, I don't know. It's, I don't want, I don't want to see things turn into an entertainment side of things because it is still a sport. You know what I'm saying? Well, I don't think they will. I think, I think NASCAR will find a way to bridge it a little bit and hopefully that's enough. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, I agree. All right, let's uh, let's go through uh, the race weekend because I am excited uh, about what's to come. The World of Allies race Friday and Saturday this weekend, Lawton Speedway in Oklahoma, uh, and then Saturday night they race at Devil's Bowl. Did you see my uh, tweet that there's there was a racetrack in the 30s and 40s uh, that it kind of stopped uh, being in operation after World War Two, I think, during World War Two. And I think it was called Satan's Bowl of Death. I saw something about that, but I didn't actually read into it. I just I thought it was interesting that they, they were like, we're not screwing around with this name. We want we want drivers to be scared when they come in this place. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Frightened frightened for lives. Yeah, absolutely. So I stumbled upon that. Uh, my buddy Seth Eggert uh, stumbled upon it for us. Uh, 
he's at King of the Tires, I believe. I hope I didn't. Cool. Hope I didn't spoof that or biff that. Uh, but so they got two races this weekend. Casey Kane um, is back at the racetrack. I think he he probably got hit pretty hard. I know he's had a history of of concussions and stuff. Um, so he's kind of trying to work his way back to 100%. But uh, Darren Pittman is going to be in a number nine car uh, in the car he won the 2013 World of Outlaws Championship in uh, for the weekend. So I think his last World of Outlaws win came at Lawton. So I'm excited for that. That'll be good. Uh, let's let's talk what we've seen so far in the Outlaws. And I got that column dropping tomorrow morning or Friday morning. So when you're listening to this, you should see it on the site. Uh, Sweet's had – Brad Sweet has had – nine top fives and 10 top tens in 11 races this year. Yeah. And just won his first race. And I think David Gravel has eight top fives. It's nuts. Yeah. The, the consistency factors is big. Now you're starting to see the consistency side of things uh, show up. And I think your talks with them about being points racers is finally showing up. I hope so. I hope I, I hope I had that impact on all of them. Just ask them about points every week. <laughs> it seems to work. And Brad Sweet always looks at me and goes, Connor, uh, we, we don't really look at the points too much. Not right now. It's too early to. And I say, Brad, all the races, they're worth the same. Yeah. And he's proven that to a T right now, isn't he? Absolutely. I, I told him I the told guy him is not the guy won his first race on Tuesday. We were uh, we were shooting the shit one time and I just said uh we could we could always just make the Knoxville Nationals double points. I could do a column on that. I think <laughs> he just laughed at me. He said, try me. I'm telling you. But you know, he won his first race on on Tuesday, yet he's been the points leader basically from the onset. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so, is since Gravel had those two unfortunate results back to back, and uh, that's what it is. You got to stay consistent. And you got to take the uh, positions when you get them. And I don't think anyone in the series is going to outrace another big name five nights in a row. Yeah, does that, does that make sense? You know, you gain like six points on a guy, they're just going to gain it back. I agree. I agree. And um, you know, you're talking about some different takeaways too. Is some guys that looked really fast that just keep running into keep running into bad luck, I guess, or just other guys having better nights and, and it just doesn't pan out. You look at like Donnie shots, Donnie shots, man. He had probably, I would say probably the fastest car on the property on Tuesday. Yeah. And, and just, you know, the race went on and he couldn't, couldn't catch up. Couldn't, couldn't get by. T- tough yeah. to uh, tough to get past. And yeah, that was uh, there was a lot going on in that race. Just yeah. like guys trying to pass stuff, and it never resulted in like changes and results and stuff. That's what was wild to me. Was like it's like oh, Sheldon biffed it, and Sheldon goes right back on the straightaway. And he's the fastest car in the straightaway, and he gets right back by Donnie Shots. And Brad Sweet made a mistake, and then Brad Sweet's still in the lead. And yeah everything like that. Jake, Jacob Allen was fast again and he yeah. got 11th, 12th. Yeah. I mean, he was, was what number two in qualifying. Yeah. And I think, I think he was up there in qualifying and started fourth in the main. Yeah. So yeah, it is. It's just one of those, one of those deals where not necessarily bad luck, but it's not good luck either. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Who's the who's the number one contender upside Brad Sweet? I've got David Gravel, so you can't pick him. Okay. I cannot pick him. Yeah, you got um, anybody else? I'll go with Carson Macedo. Okay. He's going safe, the Donnie Shots fan. Not believing in Donnie. I I think Donnie can do it, but man, he just cannot He'll get there. Someone's gonna go on a run. Like the points right now are like it it appears as though people are digging themselves holes because yeah. Just, I mean, just frankly, the facts, like last fall, the points were closer uh, yeah. from top seven wise, right. right? Top five. Maybe that was in the summary. Yeah. I, I, I can I go, think, if someone, if someone calls me on it, I will go back and find a date, but. I think, uh, I, I do like, do like Donnie's chances, but he's just here lately. Hasn't necessarily shown the Donnie it factor basically. And, and so I think, you know, Carson is in a car 
that has proven to be consistent over time. Um, and, you know, he's, I, I would say out of anybody, he's the one that's hitting his stride the most right now that, you know, as far as a young driver, he's the one that's hitting his stride the most. He's always in the, always in the thick of it. You can guarantee he's going to be up there running, contending for a win on, on basically every, every single night. So um, it's hard to, it's hard to go against him, but you know, close second would be Donnie in my opinion, but I think you took the, the overall. And I think the challenger for sweet is gravel. Yeah, you're, you're right there. Um, the only other thing, Logan Schuhart hasn't had his first one yet this season, as surprising that as that is. Uh, he has three straight wins at Devil's Bowl. Uh, Damon, Logan Schuhart plus 500 to get his first win of the year this weekend. Do you take it or no? I'm going to say no. Wow. Gonna, I take it. I'm, not, I, I'm just not sold on the Shark Racing cars right now. Um. Jacob Allen is to me, Jacob Allen shows that he's the better of the two right now, as far as speed goes. Um, but they just haven't put finishes together. So, and I know you're going back to a place that, that you're good at, but you go to a place that you're good at and actually winning at that place are two different deals. What do we say though? Two's a coincidence. Three's a pattern. It's yeah. I mean, Exactly. It's, it's turning into a streak. <laughs> All I know is there's a, uh, there's a racetrack on sprint cars two showed on Eldora short track. I think it's based in Texas. It's all fictional, obviously, mm-hmm. um, or based on our track, but pretty are damn good. Taking, there. Are you taking the shoe heart plus pretty? I, I would take it. Yeah, I would take it. I, I'm going to say no. I like Logan. He's got decent Penn State football opinions and better opinions on racing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. We're gonna have Logan on here before. Well, I guess college sports season's over. Yeah. We'll have a few of these guys on. I and trust me, guys. I I try my hardest uh, to get guests. It's been tough uh, keeping up with stuff. Uh, the only thing I can promise is I'll get better at it. But <laughs> when, once we start getting out more, that's the big thing. We gotta, we'll get out more. I should tell people my schedule. So next week I'm getting press passes for us for the world of outlaws race on Saturday. I won't be able to go to the Friday race. I did promise that, uh, I'll be at an Iowa state football open practice. So that's what makes that tough. Uh, but so we will be at the Saturday world of outlaws race. Um, after that, we will be at Knoxville, uh, for their season opener. Um, and then the two weekends after that, I'm hoping, um, I'll either be at Knoxville or I'll be at Talladega for NASCAR down there. Uh, and then the week after that is world of Outlaws at Bristol. So that's kind of what's to come for us. Damon, uh, might make a couple of those. It, it really depends with Damon's schedule. I haven't yeah. talked to him about it. This is kind of, you're, you're watching our content. Say, this, is, this, this is live right here. Yeah. <laughs> I said, Damon, Damon's invited to all of them, whether he can make it or wants to come or different things. Yeah. Um, obviously next weekend, um, being less than an hour from where I'm at, we'll, we'll have some fun down in Eldon next, next weekend. That'll be a lot of fun. I might drive down late Friday. I'll let you know. Yeah. We'll figure that out. I got, got the extra room. So absolutely. Uh, All right. Looking forward to it. So this weekend, before we get to NASCAR, it's the NHRA four wide nationals. It is out in Las Vegas. This is uh their winter classic. I like that we compare everything to the Winter Classic, Apparently. and out of all these events, well, people—I mean, it's—it's it's just used to make it like this is unique to what they usually do, and except they do it twice now. The Winter Classic is probably like less people watch the Winter Classic than like the Charlotte Roval or like something weird, you know? Right. It's, right. it's the Winter Classic never gets enough buzz because it's next to the college football playoff games, the Rose Bowl. Yeah, God forbid! Crazy. God forbid the Rose Bowl. I'm a big fan of bowl games. That's like my least favorite one. I love the pomp and circumstance. Let's take the poverty conference that is the Pac-12 and put them against the Big Ten team that didn't make the playoffs. Hey, I, I that's like the Rose Bowl. That's what the Rose Bowl is. It's like the worst bowl game. I like the Rose Bowl though because of all the all the pomp and circumstance behind it. I can look at roses in the flower shop when the one year I would need to buy 
the one time a year I would need to buy roses. You you do that, but uh, no, the four wide this weekend is going to be interesting. Uh, some different, you know, crew. both in the NHRA and the World of Outlaws. Right, right, <laughs> right. Um, you know, I don't know if you can compare the the four wide though at NASCAR or it's in NHRA to the uh, the World or the Winter Classic because they do it twice now. Once in Vegas and once in Charlotte. So, do you think that's taking the buzz out of it? Not really. Um, there's still two unique events, two different different types of events. So, you can't. I don't think it takes the buzz out of it because they're on two separate sides of the of the country, mm-hmm. um, and two separate sides of the calendar too, right? No, they're. I think the one is for Charlotte's coming up. Is it by the Coke Six Hundred? It's around the May time. Yeah. I don't have it in front. Trying of to figure out. You guys uh, let us know if you want to see us in Charlotte or Indy. That would be a blast. I think we're, I would probably need to put the credentials in pretty soon. So, but still, that'd be so much. For either of them, but yeah. Um, but um, no, it's, it's going to be interesting out in Vegas this week for the NHRA because there's some different crew alignments. Uh, Clay Milliken, who's made it to a final this year as well as a semifinal. They just up and announced a new crew chief for him yesterday, um, which is shocking because there was nobody announced leaving. So that's something happened there. Yeah. So we're not exactly sure. Um, but as far as everything else goes, the big, big storyline is can Robert Hyde continue the dominance and funny car he's had? That's I hope not. The big thing. Our guy, Ron caps. Well, you know, Ron I got is, money on Ronnie. You can, you take it, man. Plus 1200. Okay, I like it. I, I, those might be too good. I don't know if those are good odds or not. I don't know what I'd pay out to make people bet on them. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I would do. I don't know. I'll also look if DraftKings has has that, but it's not always live TV. So maybe I feel like I've seen them on there sometimes. But well, since they're out in Vegas, they might be on there too because Vegas does odds for everything. Also, I would like to I would like to throw a shout out to our listeners that didn't tweet me about if I could do a same race parlay on a podium for guys on different apps cuz I don't I don't want to take the energy to find out if I do. I got to get bored enough to do it. Um so screw you guys that didn't tweet me that. It's fair. It's fair. Now, look up while you're doing that if we can bet NHRA on any of these apps, and I will promptly move to them. I'm all behind it. I think it's a great idea. I think when we start the uh, when we start the World of Outlaws sports book, we might as well just throw NHRA in there as well. I, I'll throw anything that I'm legally allowed to in. Well, everything's legally allowed to. You know, we could bet on a foot race between me and you. Well, you'd win that. So I'll do it on crutches. You'd still beat me. I don't know. I don't think so. It depends on the distance. You, I'm used to I'm used to having wheels that assist me in my speed. Yeah, but I'm also a big guy. <laughs> big guys don't run. I was I, I don't know. You skate enough, and you kind of just like have like legs. I guess you're gonna have heelys built into your shoes anyway. So. It's not I feel like I could fall on Heelys. Maybe a longboard. Maybe it'll be like a foot race between like me sober on a longboard and you running. Because that's that's pretty even. I do I can't longboard when I'm sober. As long as we have a wall in between us, so I don't get taken out by the longboard when you fall off of it. Oh, now we're now we're calling lane violations on people. Yeah, one hundred percent. NHRA doesn't have a wall in the middle of the track. You're right, but they disqualify everybody that crosses the center line. Yeah, so if I cross it, then like I'll, I'll be disqualified. Right. You just got to get out of the way. No, that's not my job. My job is to go straight and fast. Not if someone's about to wreck you. Well, how do I know if you're behind me? We're not going that fast if I'm on the longboard and you're running. Yeah, but if you're still... You'll behind. see it coming like six seconds away. <laughs> like, oh, he's turning and he doesn't know how to turn backwards. <laughs> we'll see we'll see all right let's uh let's talk richmond here because this is i think i'm thinking about for my bets and for for who i think is gonna succeed here Mm because i'm thinking about looking at phoenix the results from this year's phoenix race because we thought you know maybe these cars change the results at phoenix and they i don't different guys performed but like different guys usually perform at phoenix it's weird 
because they have the championship race and then as the championship race comes like the championship guys are it, by the way if you're calling a conspiracy on that you're an idiot and it's the nascar playoffs is as weird as they as weird of a format as you might think it is usually delivers the best guys that continue to perform every week it or rewards them four weeks to prepare your championship car exactly so you're you're go you should be the best out of right so they're they're going to perform and that's that's what makes phoenix weird in the spring race at phoenix weird but how the new cars perform at richmond it's definitely the top of my list the storyline wise um will track house keep doing good how is it gonna race is the biggest thing though i i hate to say it but i have a feeling it's gonna be a lot like phoenix i feel like i feel like at the same time though you know these cars can corner probably don't you think they could probably corner better oh yeah 100 percent. but i think i think with how good the brakes are going in and how accelerating they are going out i think it could look like the coliseum a little bit i have a feeling what's going to happen though is everything- you like they'll be able to take that speed from the the trial to turn one and they'll be able to take that in all right but the other side of the track is going to look more like a short track I just, I don't have a lot of confidence in it because of what happened at Phoenix. Um, and add in the fact that we're going to be seeing cars at a higher rate of speed on a short track come to more of an abrupt stop when they hit. I mean, we saw Bubba's wreck at Atlanta and his car basically stopped once it hit the outside wall. Um, so I, I think you're going to see a lot harder hits here this weekend at Richmond than Atlanta. I I think you're going to see a lot harder hits than what we're used to because for Richmond, well, Richmond has been bad for three, four years. You're going to have higher rates of speed. You're, you're going to have some issues on, on that front. And I think people are going to be a little bit more cautious, but I just, I'm afraid it's going to turn out to be a lot like Phoenix. Yeah, I don't know. And I'll be playing in a weekend roller hockey championship game at the time, so I'll probably have to watch it later. Well, I haven't looked at the schedule or anything like that, but I, I'm guaranteeing that we're in the championship game. I'll try to try to catch most of it. But I play half as good as I was tonight. We'll be just, fine. Um, <laughs> if it's like Phoenix, I'm not afraid to turn it off. <laughs> I'm gonna need you. I'm gonna need you to tweet, so maybe maybe you shouldn't. All right. <laughs> Damon's taking one for the team. Do you think Trackhouse keeps going? Um, as a team, yes. Well, they're a two-car team, right? But I, still- I would, I would take like one of them getting top ten. Yeah. I yeah yeah. As a, as a team, I think they'll continue going. Um, they've shown speed every race throughout this year been up front in every race this year um i also think you know suarez will get a win this year at some point but i think they as far as going into richmond um you were talking about the cornering and all that i think richmond's more of a technical track too than what we've seen in you know even in phoenix it's not necessarily as technical as richmond is because of the two completely opposite ends um so I think you're going to see the better drivers with the better teams show up a little bit. So I wouldn't be surprised if JGR gets out of their slump this week. Okay. You, what do you think of Larson then? I think he's got a good shot too. The they're, they're, He is good at Richmond. They didn't have a very good Richmond last year uh, in the spring race there last year, but that was also partially because Cliff made a terrible pit decision and they got caught back in traffic and then you know you can't pass very well at richmond so um it'll be interesting i think that's going to be the big thing to see too is can cars race at richmond where we haven't seen them in past and one thing one thing about larson in this weekend he's going to race the bristol dirt nationals the late model race down there um we have confirmed that chris madden has dropped off the world valas tour if you were wondering by the way i know we we were 50 50 not not that percentage i guess i'm talking over myself but anyways kyle larson's racing down there 
if he wins Friday or Saturday, I will put him in my picks. I would too. Kyle Larson tends to carry momentum. He won the Kings Royal and then won the NASCAR race, right? Yeah. Yeah, and he, he couldn't, he couldn't celebrate the Kings Royal until after the NASCAR race because he had to hop on a plane and get up at 11. Right. He, uh, in, a, in a span of like three weeks, he won four races in a row. He won, won the cup race, won a dirt race, won a cup race, won a dirt race, and then I think ended up finishing second in another dirt race. Um, but, and I think that's all, you've got a really good point there is – Larson last year only had one race win through like the first 10 races or whatever. Right. And then all of a sudden summer turns on and he's clicking off wins left and right. And I think that has to correlate with the fact that he goes out and races more of his other events in the summertime. And so I think that's what we're going to see here coming up is is him <laughs> figuring out a little bit more. And I think, I don't think he's going to rattle off as many wins as he did in the cup car last year, but I think he's got a good chance to win two or three coming up. Well, the big reason that I would pick him to win the championship, I don't even remember what I said in our circle jerks uh, crossover episode. Chase. Oh yeah. <laughs> that was before I was accused of being a Chase fanboy. Right, right. I'm an AJ Allmendinger fan, by the way, for oh, those wondering. Okay. I have I, my shirt came in. It's right. at my parents' house. It says the Dinger on the front, just so everybody's aware. It's my favorite driver. Good, good to know. Second. Uh, but yeah, like Larson out of anyone that's gonna tame a new car, I, like I'm I'm surprised he hasn't been on fire but also like i'm not because it is a new car and you're not i think it's hard to i like in 10 years could i compare him to superman wayne gretzky and alex ovechkin yeah i guess yeah i would i i I take that back i absolutely would especially the last two seasons when put aside from everything else but it's hard to put expectations on someone like that. And I don't enjoy doing that as a journalist. It's like the women's basketball team at Iowa State's expected to be a top five team at the start of the year next year. It's hard to put expectations on that stuff when you're like talking to these guys every week. Cause you know that there's a, an amount of luck that goes into things, an amount of breaks that go into every sporting event. That's why it's sports. That's why it's unpredictable. Uh, and that's why upsets happen. So I guess what I'm saying is I would not be surprised to see Larson win two races this weekend um, I, and we'll see what happens. I, I wouldn't be surprised one bit by it either. Um, I think it, I think to your point as to, you know, you're surprised he hasn't necessarily rattled a bunch off here this so far to start. Um, you look at Atlanta and Daytona are super speedway races, never good in those. And then you've got California. He won Vegas was up front and ended up second to Bowman. So, I mean, he, he's been in the race. And then this last weekend at Coda was just a, a bad pit call by cliff. I think for the most part, you know, waiting to, waiting to pit in that first stage. And then they got buried in traffic. So, you know, you, you look at it from that standpoint and they've been where they need to be. They just haven't put the finishes necessarily together. And I think this is the time of year that he really took off last year was right in this time frame, right. As we, right after we got through Talladega, basically once Talladega was, was here and gone, they went on a, a hot streak from hell and it was, it was impressive to see. Well, it's it's Richmond, and then it's Martinsville, and then you have the dirt race. Yep. Then you have Talladega, and then summer. Yep. It's basically basically how it goes, right? Yep. So we'll. Uh, it's exactly how it goes. Yeah, I mean, we could see him do something here. I would think his best chance to win the next four races is Bristol Dirt, but I would put Richmond as second best. I was going to say I'd put Richmond as second best. He's been really good at Richmond in the past, um, especially when he was driving Ganassi cars, he won there. So 
I, I don't see why they can't compete this weekend, but who knows? Richmond is going to be an interesting race because it's, it's different. And like I said, I think this is a race that you look for the JGR cars to kind of break out of their streak. I wouldn't be surprised to see, you know, KFB find his way back to victory lane. Right. We didn't get uh, any questions on social media today. So I put it out sometimes, sometimes I don't. Um, if you have a question ever, let us know. If you want to answer on the podcast rather than in a tweet, let me know because I do get JT Nutt. Uh, he'll probably be listening to this. He's a huge IndyCar fan, loves Alexander Rossi, and he'll just tweet me questions in the middle of the week. And if we're <laughs> recording that night, I'll just be like, we're going to talk about it on the podcast. Here's my like. Yep. 280 character reaction to what you're saying um but yeah let, let us know um i had another thing i was gonna say about Richmond. so larson's gonna be in my picks but the especially if we win this bristol dirt but bristol dirt nationals that is different different deal um if you ask me what i'm looking for this weekend is i want to see richmond look like a short track that's my biggest wish i want I want to see Richmond look like the Richmond we know it can be. I want to, I want to see. There's a reason that race capped the regular season for years. Right. And it was awesome. It was always epic. It was a great race. Cars were side by side. Um, and when they weren't, because it was a one lane racetrack, cars got bumped up the hill. And that's what made Richmond so much fun was because we saw guys get pissed at one another. And so I think, you know, if we can get back to that, um, it will, it will achieve, achieve what I, you know, even if they get back to the, the Kyle Bush versus Carl Edwards finish that we had there a few years ago, that was a great race. Um, but yeah, I think they just got to get, they've got to get back into good racing at Richmond. Um, so I, I, that's my hope. I'm optimistic on that front. All right. Well, that is the weekend preview I uh, hear from Always Race Day, presented by Car Auto Group. Thank you again for listening. This was episode 31. Uh, I don't I don't think we have really any milestones coming up, Damon. We're, we're going to keep knocking out two episodes till we get to 50. Then we'll throw a big party. Hey, I like big parties. How about a big party in Knoxville? I like big parties in Knoxville. I think we could do that. My fantasy basketball team won a franchise record for regular season games this year. So, it's a keeper. It's a keeper league. I pay money at the start of every season. Um, and we're lucky if I keep setting my lineup through the second week of the year. So to win four, to win four games without paying any attention to it See, whatsoever. We, is, we talked about doing a, uh, we talked about doing a NASCAR fantasy league through, through our site here, but we just never got around to it in time. I think we, I think we actually drafted one last year too. And I only paid attention to it for one week. Nice. And I can't even like fantasy football. Like the only time I could was when I was in a fraternity house and that's all we paid attention to on Sunday. Right. And I'm like, dude, the NASCAR playoffs are on. I don't care how, <laughs> you know, if Adam Thielen gets two touchdowns, that only helps my fantasy team. And that's all I want anyway. Right. So like, I, I don't want to say I just don't get along with fantasy sports, but like, I don't, I look at results and point standings too much to care about fantasy sports. <laughs> nice. I know. Like, seriously, that's, oh, that's what do. it is. Like, I, I'm such like a nerdy kid. Like I care about the world of outlast points after 11 races of the year. You do 100%. You know, if, if you gave me a fantasy line and I, I do do dirt draft all the time. Love those guys. Uh, they, if they answered my email, I would love to partner with them and, and pump them up. Actually, pretend I didn't say dirt draft. No free ads. No free ads. Don't go make an account there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to talk ourselves out of uh, deals that we want to make. No kidding. All right. We appreciate all y'all listening and we appreciate Carl Auto Group more uh, for partnering with us and all that. And I cannot wait to get on the road, get down to Knoxville, get down to Missouri, to US 36, and have just a fantastic racing season uh, ahead of us for me and Damon both, because um, he's coming on doing more for us this year, uh, getting paid actually. Um, so I, I appreciate Damon for uh, putting that up to a bigger role, uh, getting all that approved. Um, and guys, I am 
super, super excited uh, for what we have in store. Cause I think me and Damon as a team can, can provide a ton of good content and Chris can come in and fire us up every month or so. So if you want more Chris, if you want uh, less me, more Damon and Chris, let, let us know. Cause I, I would think that would be where everything goes. Um, I think Damon went to the bathroom. So am I just in this episode by myself here? I'm going to keep talking for another 30 seconds. Uh, you guys know Jeff Gordon, good guy, cool driver on the cover of this magazine sitting next to me right here. A lot of races this weekend. Appreciate y'all once again, listening to, uh, this episode of the podcast. We'll let you go. Um, make sure you follow our coverage. Uh, and this is, this is sincere. I'm not, I'm not stalling or anything like that for Damon, but please follow our coverage and let me know what you like and what you don't like. Even if it's just what you like, that helps me out a lot more. Damon's back now. Uh, but let me know, let me know what you like or what you don't like. Hey, you're doing this really well. Hey, this sucks, please. Cause that's, that's the biggest thing for me is I want to know what you guys think. So yeah. do you have anything to add Damon? Um, Jeff I'm... Gordon, cool guy, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're, we're in agreement on that. Mm-hmm. We'll go with that. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just excited for, for the weekend and I'm excited to get the, you know, get that summer going and getting out to some tracks and seeing some people shaking some hands, kissing some babies, all that fun stuff. Right. Uh, we're right there. I, I autograph babies. You kiss babies. Well, that's what you're supposed to do. Okay, well, I'll sign your baby's forehead, and Damon will kiss it. Perfect. If you see us at the track, let us know. Appreciate y'all. This is episode 31, the Always Race Day podcast presented by Carl Auto Group. Go out and have a fun weekend. Let's have a day, boys.